three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to the world-famous H3 Podcast. So nice to be back here with y'all. I hope you had a terrific week. Today's episode is sponsored by Quip, Candid, and Stitch Fix. Now, fans of the podcast know if they saw our new video that we announced the gender and name of our baby, and I got to do my gender <laughs> prank on everybody. Fans of the podcast were not surprised. They were not surprised, but they also, I did, I was expecting all the comments to be like, uh, was waiting for this from the podcast, but I saw quite I did, a few. You did? Okay, yeah, I didn't go I that did. deep, I guess. Good. <laughs> Everyone, when they saw that video, they're like, I know exactly yeah. <laughs> what the goof is here. So we did it. I did my little prank. I did the clear balloons um, <laughs> instead of white. I thought that was more slick. Because, really, you shouldn't assign gender. Conceptually, even white could be a gender, I guess. Ela, do you think that it's child abuse to not assign them a gender at birth? Sort of. Because if you're, <laughs> like, if you just, like, dress them in white, you're, like, you're just, like, why do I have a, why am I different from all the kids? I have a penis. And, and you're, like, oh, no, just ignore that. <laughs> you don't know yet. You don't know that. Don't say that. Um... <laughs> How do you Apparently, not? some people do that. I don't it's probably very few people, though. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. Not very representative. Yeah, yeah that's pretty Oops. extreme. So he is a boy. I'm sorry to say to those of you that think that's wrong of me to say. Theodore Johanan Klein. Little Teddy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There was a post on the subreddit. Somebody predicted it. Yeah. Like a hundred days ago. They're like, Theodore. That's Teddy. crazy. I don't, and I was wondering if we mentioned it at some point on the podcast, but I don't think so. I don't think so, because someone would have pointed that out. And, and that then, that post or his guest was um, just when you guys announced it. Yeah. Well, even if you mentioned it at one point, you definitely didn't mention it when you initially announced. Hmm. Made me feel not genius. that special. Yeah. Like, are we that predictable? Well, it was just one person. <laughs> So, the guy's a genius. What can you do? He's Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> we did have this name for, like, I don't know, maybe three years already. Mm-hmm. Like, we just kept saying, if if we have a boy, that name is perfect. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Although I started to get cold feet about the name, <laughs> because we were watching the Ted Bundy files. <laughs> the Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> yeah, the Ted Bundy the tapes on Netflix. The guy's such a creep. But then I was like, man, I know a lot of weirdos named Ted. Yeah. And I don't necessarily... Ted Cruz. Want... Exactly. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I mean, the guy walks around with, like, white schmutz on the... He, he had, like, a... Y'all remember the Ted Cruz meme. Yeah. He had, like, Ted a... Kaczynski, too. That, Ted Kaczynski. That's what I was saying. That's the Unabomber, right? That's the right? one you were, ta- you were trying to Is remember. Is that the Unabomber, Dan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the eighth and kept trying to remember. You've got the K last uh, initial, yeah. too, so... So there's a oh. lot of weird Ted's, and I started feeling like... I don't know that I want my child to be a Ted because I want him to be a Theodore and I want him to be a Teddy. But you know, when he gets older, he's just going to go by Ted. And Ted means serial killer. Exactly. So he may be the Unabomber, <laughs> our child. But until then, you got Teddy Roosevelt. As that's the one we positive. started with. Right. Okay. He's named after Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was probably just to, you know, it always works out where you spite your. Well, you can't overthink it, right? It's like... yeah. Well, the thing is, even if he grows up to be a serial killer or, like, a a domestic terrorist, he'll be cute still, like, till he's, like, 10. Because once they're 10, you you don't have control over their destiny (laughs) so much. So it's like, oh, he's so cute. And then when he turns, like, 18 or 22 or whatever, and we'll be like, oh, what happened to Teddy? 
he goes by Ted now and he blew up. What about Teddy from Westworld? That was a cool character named Teddy. Yeah, that was a cool. The cowboy, right? They're not all negative. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Right. That's true. I like Ted Danson. That he will not go by Ted. <laughs> I forbid it. I'm already turning into a stern dad. <laughs> no Ted in this house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my friends at school, at school call me Ted. What? <laughs> I forbid you to be called Ted. Yeah. Well, anyway, very excited about that. Ela is looking so freaking pregnant. You guys wouldn't Pregnancy know because she, she is crazy. I forget she's pregnant because she wears such loose clothes yeah. that you can't even tell. Like, just stand up. It's like, oh, she's just, she's into hockey. Why? Looks like a hockey jersey. Don't let it fool you. Are you gonna pull it up? Because I don't know why on camera you can't tell as much. <laughs> because well, I gained twenty pounds. If you most women during their whole pregnancy gain twenty pounds. Yeah, Ela is stacked right now. <laughs> I I when I see her naked recently because she her clothes drape so well she hides it. It's incredible. I'm just like whoa! <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I have the same reaction to myself. <laughs> I get scared Are when I... Are you comfortable I... showing your stomach or no? Uh, I'm not going to press you. I just... Don't. I don't know. Just I mean, wanna... I pretty much showed it just with a shirt on. Yeah, but... Okay, don't show it. I'm not I'm not pressuring you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh... I, I've showed it all over Instagram already. <laughs> that's true. Um, but... I'm following the doctor's instructions. They said I should gain... One pound a week. Yeah. You started underweight. Yeah. So I think you have more yeah. expectation to gain weight than most people. But I've been feeding her. I've been But what her. happens after the birth? You stay be beautiful and healthy. <laughs> healthy at every You are underweight. Yeah. You look good. No, Everyone good. says you I'm, look great. I'm happy. Like, I finally... I'm enjoying food. Which, for the longest time, I... I had no appetite. Was, yeah, that was a weird one too. Yeah. But so, I'm having fun. Have you read one single comment for any of these pregnancy videos or any video we've made in the past three months? Ela is radiant. <laughs> she is glowing. She is beautiful. Yeah. Who is this ogre next to Ela? <laughs> no. Basically, you I read Ethan is glowing and. Oh, I'm glowing? When is Ethan due? Mm, yeah. Comments like that. It's literally a Basically, chat message saying exactly <laughs> that right now. Basically, you are my Fiona to, and I'm your Shrek to your Fiona. <laughs> essentially, I don't know who's Puss in Boots. Shredder, Shredder's Puss in Boots. Can you believe there's a character in a Disney Pixar movie called Puss in Boots? Imagine that. And also, he was like a seductress too. He was like a Don Don Juan, and his name was Puss in Boots. <laughs> what? I'm telling you. He fucked like crazy, that cat. Um, so we got a ton of stuff. <clears throat> My goodness, there's so much yeah, to cover. Because we were gone for a month, and then we came back, and we had Vsauce, and there's just so many mm -hmm. incredible stories we haven't had the opportunity to talk about. Um, the Gillette ad that everyone was pissed off about. Kevin Hart being outed from hosting the Oscars because of some old tweets. We've got um, Sandra Bullock's... Kevin Spacey. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Spacey, of course, who um, who released what must be the most bizarre video ever aired in the hu 
totality of human history. On YouTube, uh, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, where else? And then we've got Sandra Bullock on Ellen talking about her beauty product that they inject. And I, I am not kidding you. I have video evidence that I'll present to you. They inject baby foreskin <laughs> into their face to keep their skin healthy and glowing. This is what rich people do with their money. They literally baby foreskin. <laughs> it's incredible. I got all that and uh, so 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 much more um, Dog the bound this though. I want to explain this okay, so this is a Teddy fresh shirt yeah. that just came out today and This is an interesting story. This isn't uh, really a promotion as much as it is. I want to show you guys So we're starting this limited edition Where Ela that makes hand-drawn art and we printed like high really high quality print on shirts and we make a super small amount of them and once it's sold, it's done. Mm -hmm. So on this first collaboration, <clears throat> look who we got to model the shirt. <laughs> dog the freaking bounty hunter. Modeling the dog the yeah. bounty hunter shirt. <laughs> it's crazy because I just, it all started, I just made that drawing just for the fun. I wasn't, it wasn't even going to be a t-shirt. I was just making a drawing at the time. Mm -hmm. And I always found his look <laughs> so crazy and interesting. So I wanted to draw him for a while, and then we were like, "Oh, we should put that on a shirt." Mm -hmm. And then they contacted us. Yeah, and that was awesome. Well, we were trying to get a hold of Dog through like our agency and whatever. Yeah, we did. My mom, my mom, she always does this. She goes, "Oh, this was one of her classic moves growing up. Oh, one of my clients does this, and then the information she provides is like so." from another planet wrong. <laughs> like she goes, one, her famous one was, um, she goes, Japanese people are taller than Chinese people because they get more sun. And they grow, we're like, what, they grow like plants? Like the more sun, <laughs> the taller they get? And she's like, she's like, yeah, that's what my client told me. <laughs> but like she would always come with these crazy factoids from, from her clients. <laughs> my mom cut hair. So... It was just a running gag in our so family. She, she said one of my friends uh, does his licensing or something like that. Client, probably. And we tried to email them, and they're like, "We have never. We don't know." It. She's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I work with Dog. I work with Dog. I'll put you in touch." And then we contacted her. They're like, "We ha we have never worked with Dog. <laughs> don't email us." <laughs> so like, whoa, that wasn't right. <laughs> like our production manager wrote up this really professional email. <laughs> we kept following up with them because we're like, oh, we really want Doc. We sent them like five follow-up emails and finally they're like, we, we leave us alone. Why, why do you think this? <laughs> so funny. But once we posted the picture, then his daughter reached out to us and then yeah. a beautiful magical thing happened. His daughter actually happened to be a fan, which yeah. is so amazing. Yeah, shout out to Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> So what a thrill, what a joy. I love it. It was great working with them, and it's just so freaking cool. I love this photo. I mean, I want to frame this and put this up. We have to. <laughs> we I mean, it's just so cool. There's a Vape Nation one, too, he did. Do we have that one, Dan? Uh, I don't have it on standby, but uh, I can grab it real quick. It's worth seeing. Give me a second. Well, um... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl, too, before we got into it. What's the deal... With the Super Bowl. It's the most 
watched televised event in the United States? More than um, football or it is football or more than baseball. Yes, it's more. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. Huh. Do you guys have stats on the how many people watch the Super Bowl versus how many people watch the World Series? I don't know. Yeah, I'll pull it up. I don't think um, I ever I think watched it, a game of football. Really? It, it no. blows the World Series away, though. <laughs> Interesting. Like way bigger. So much for the American pastime. Yeah. <laughs> the football, well, the Super Bowl became this strange phenomenon where even people that don't care about football ended up watching it mm. for the commercials. Imagine oh. that. Because That's where I've seen commercials from the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> so yeah, in uh, 2018, uh, 105 million people watched this. That's Super a third Bowl. of the country. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Pretty nuts. Well, and also, people have Super Bowl parties, so you're probably looking at two-thirds of the country. That's true. <laughs> but somehow these marketing geniuses figure this out where these companies spend, I think this year I read it was like $5 million for one spot during the wow. Super Bowl and they they like make the craziest mm -hmm. commercial they possibly yeah. can and so it turns into this whole um, spectacle of of commercials and so yeah. everybody's like oh I just want to watch the commercials and there's even like YouTube compilations of Super Bowl commercials and everybody's watching these commercials I remember I think in school they showed us some of the commercials from the Super Bowl hmm. what to learn from them yeah because they were, like, good, you know, design or good whatever, stuff like that. Dan says $5 million for a 30-second ad spot. Wow. I remember when I was a kid, it was $1 million and that was, like, insane. $5 million? Yeah. You want to bankrupt <laughs> Petty Fresh for a... Uh... <laughs> How could you make back $5 million? Even, I guess that's 100 million people watching. Yeah, yeah, that level of exposure, you can't get that almost anywhere. But I feel like we would not make that money back on Teddy Fresh. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> no. so. No, no. <laughs> well, it's a good way to go. We should just make a farewell commercial. Farewell from Teddy Fresh. We went bankrupt making this commercial. I feel like people would check out the product. But then they'd be like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the Super Bowl, though, is my point. I feel like I I wish I cared about the Super Bowl. It seems like everyone's having fun. They're eating dip, you know. Whoa, go Raiders! That seems fun, but I can't do it. <laughs> the Raiders have not been in the Super Bowl. In well, a long time. That's who's in it, though, right? No, the Rams. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> Apparently, LA's in it, right, Dan? That's right. Yeah, LA Rams. So there you have it. Um, the LA Rams. Incidentally, I do know that hitting with the helmet is illegal, and Rams hit with the helmet, so I'm not sure what that says about the team. Yo. <laughs> oh. I think that's a loss for the Rams. But, um, I think, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been doing this, I've been, do, you know, doing therapy. I think that everything sports-related, I hate because my dad likes sports. <laughs> and I think subconsciously growing up your dad is having a Super Bowl party of course and guess who's to. not going <laughs> I'd rather be anywhere else honestly I think subconsciously in an effort to be unlike my dad I pushed away all sports to a Neurotic degree because when my dad would be in there watching sports I would be playing EverQuest for 15 hours. There you go. And so I think my, I think, I've been thinking a lot about this stuff, you know, therapy's weird. You don't really analyze yourself, you learn a lot about yourself. But, um, in the effort to not spend time with my dad, 
<laughs> I avoided all sports related activity. That is interesting. And I, I still to this day, I just can't do it. <laughs> I want to. I see my friends enjoying sports. They watch basketball, Lakers, Kobe, whatever, you know, layup from Shaq. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get into it. You know? Um, you ever play sports growing up at all? No. I fucking hate Nothing. It. They tried to make me. They tried to make me, Dan. <laughs> soccer. First, they tried to make me play soccer. Well, guess, soccer sucks, so, yeah. Well, guess I what? I sucked at it. It was embarrassing, okay? Then, I refused to go. Then they tried to make me play t-ball, Dan. Yes, baseball, the American pastime. Let me tell you about t-ball. I hated it. And one time I went up to bat, I graduated from t-ball, and then I went to the real baseball, and the first pitch, some kid is trying to be a superstar, he throws the ball and pegs me in the stomach. And I lost my breath, I doubled over, and it was the only time I ever got on base, <laughs> was when some dude threw a ball at me. It's the only time I ever got That's on base. Sad. Yes, Dan, it was sad. <laughs> It was the only time I got on base, and let me tell you this. They're like, oh, you get first base. And I was like, oh, f I'm so fucked up. Next player up, hits the ball. Dan, listen to this. Hits the ball, line drive between first and second. I'm running to second base. The ball hits me in the foot. Oh, man. Fucks my foot up, <laughs> and then I'm out because the ball touched me. So that's my highlight. Of my baseball career. That's tragic, dude. Fuck sports. EverQuest for life. <laughs> but I feel like, um, I feel like people who get into sports and play sports, they, um, you have, you have, need a lot of support from your parents. You need to, like, do the sports with somebody. Mm -hmm. But my dad was busy watching sports and not playing <laughs> sports with me, so... Sorry, I'm not a superstar dad. <laughs> Hope I'm enough for you to love me still. I wonder what is he thinking right now, listening he's, to he's this. He's not watching this. <laughs> so here's Dog doing vape mission. Everyone's like, wow, Ethan's really damaged. <laughs> I, w I actually just recalled that first baseball. <laughs> I got on base one time from being hit. Immediately after that, I got hit by a ball on my way to second base. Do you understand <laughs> how messed up that is? No, I don't. <sighs> so I got beamed in the stomach, hit on the foot. I'm out. I never did anything. All I did was mess up. What a nightmare. <sighs> Here's Dog doing the vape nash. All right. That was a beautiful thing. All right. I just thought, I didn't know I had so much to unlock. I was going to tell my therapist maybe I was going to take Monday off, but maybe I need a double uh, session. <laughs> double. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we got the Gillette ad. Let's start here, shall we? Close this. Yep. So this Gillette ad caused a lot of hubbub um, during the break. Gillette made a commercial about toxic uh, masculinity. Now, first of all, message of the commercial aside, should we watch it first? Yeah, and yeah, talk let's about watch it. it. Sure. Okay. So, it's called We Believe the Best Men Can Be, Gillette, a short film. 
first of all. First any, of all. Anytime yeah. you refer to anything as a short film, you're obnoxious. Yeah. It's a commercial. Yeah. A short film by Gillette. <laughs> Bro, this isn't cans. This is a fucking... You're trying to sell razors, you idiots. But... Available at Rolf's. Yes. <laughs> it's not at, not at the Cannes Films Festival. <laughs> a short film by Gillette. Watch us at Ross. Um, so, 28 million views, so... That's a lot. Here's the, the description says, Bowling? Harassment? Is this the best a man can get? It's only challenging ourselves to do more. That we can get closer to our best. To say the right thing. To act the right way. We are taking action. At thebestmencanbe.org. Join us. Now, I guess what... So, another facet of the story is that Gillette used to have this slogan, uh... It was um, the best a man can get, right, Dan? A best. Uh, it was something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. It was it was something like that. So I mm-hmm. feel like they're responding to themselves because they think they used to be um, problematic, like a guy shaving and doing a close shave and being like the best man can get. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then a girl would like kiss him on the cheek, <laughs> but it was old school. Everything yeah. back then was weird. And yeah, you're catering to a bunch of dudes using razors. Yeah, we want kisses on the cheek. I mean, look at some old school coffee commercials where, like, the yeah. wife make the coffee and it's all about the guy. I seen fifty. Uh, I seen coffee commercials in the nineteen fifties where the co- wife makes a bad cup of coffee and the right. husband throws it in her face <laughs> and burns her, gives her third degree burns permanently. <laughs> it's like, whoa! They're like, get Folgers next time, bitch. <laughs> I was like, whoa, the 50s were crazy. <laughs> but it's true. You got to get your coffee right, woman. I mean, at the time, those women just stayed at home. They didn't work. So it's like the least you could do is get the coffee right. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's watch. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Look how broken they are. Is this the best are. a man can get? There you go. So that was their old commercial. Yeah. yeah. I love how depressed those old guys look. Like they just got a cancer diagnosis or something. They're like, no, I just saw the new Gillette commercial and I realized what a punk I am. Is it? I pledge not to pause this video. (laughs) It's been going on far too long. Rap's a problem. (laughs) We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? (laughs) What I actually think she's trying to say making the same old she's excuses she's crying is she crying boys will be boys well, boys will be she be had no thoughts well i'm wondering if she had a tear does she have a teardrop down her face or is that like a no i don't think so okay that would be so dramatic <laughs> making the same old excuses boys will be boys boys will be boys boys will be boys but some those kids were just having a tussle what happened and there will be no going back because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Bro, not cool, not cool. Some already are. He made a break. <laughs> in ways big. Who made this? A bunch of fucking women made this commercial. small. But some 
First of all, and I'm sorry to pause it, I pledge not to, but I guarantee the people that made this commercial have beers that they use oils in. <laughs> they don't even use razors. You know what I'm saying? These guys... These guys wear scarves. In the spring. Because the boys watching today... Okay. Um. Yeah. So, my initial reaction was, you sell razors. Mine too. What are you talking about? It's just a commercial. <laughs> like, are you really going to preach to me right now? You sell razors! <laughs> You're trying to make money! <laughs> it's... Well, so the examples they keep showing is, like, stuff that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Well, like, uh... It doesn't even matter. It's like, what? Well, what? smile, honey. I've only ever heard, like, an 80-year-old man say that. No, that happens. That happens? Mm-hmm. I guess I don't roll with, uh... But, and then, then the other assumption is, like, oh, someone who's problematic is gonna watch this and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just, it's pandering, but I, but, but also, to who? they're just going with the trend and trying to um, benefit from it, you know? Right. Because they... The Nike did it. Yeah. With the they, Kaepernick. They just see that they think this is what is going on right now to be like a walk, woke company mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They thought this is just going to look good for them, but it's just so not well, genuine. Well, it's transparent. It's just... It does, it doesn't seem that genuine, but it's like, who, who are they stupid. pandering to? Because they are a company for men's products, and they're saying to men, you're a problem. So it's like a weird thing of hating your own customer. It's very weird. I don't know. And it's just a commercial. Like That is really the bottom line. You just sell razors. <laughs> This isn't a short film, by the way, either, you obnoxious cunts. <laughs> you know? That's it. I'm throwing my Gillette out, and I'm and from now on, I'm going to be um, nearing my asshole. <laughs> I still was too face. much of a bitch to do that, by the way. <laughs> I had this whole thing where I was going to near my butthole, but I, it never happened. I'm I, glad you did I didn't. bitched out. Yeah, yeah, no, don't do that. I had a bunch of near products, and... Uh, People emailed us that you should. People do were it. like, "Do not!" <laughs> yeah, I was getting really worried, so I didn't. One point three million downvotes. But I think ultimately, Dan, you made a good point about this ad, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, my take on this is that you know, uh, people should just ignore it because I mean, what they were looking to do is stir the pot and get people angry. And all of the people on social media who are pissed off and throwing out their razors and everything, they're they're playing right into their hands because the, it's almost an extension of the ad in a way. Because <laughs> all of the people that, you know... Get outraged. That get outraged. Proof. Right, yeah. That there's a problem. That, <laughs> Show so the here, picture of the... the yeah, so this yeah. genius. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Gillette. Hello, <laughs> chick. Yeah. Uh, dude... Already owns a razor. Mm-hmm. You already bought it. 
you, you, you're the only one. Now you have to go buy a new razor. They already <laughs> made the money. And also, you know that you can't flush that, right? <laughs> He's going to have to put his hands into his own toilet and take it out. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, I mean, like people getting <laughs> triggered by it and posting stuff on social media like this, it, it's just further advertising for them because now so the people stupid. that that <laughs> like the ad or, you know, like the message of the ad or whatever are like, Oh hell yeah, and they're and they're triggering these people. That yeah. makes it even better. Well, it, it's it, like when people have a problem with Nike and then they burned their shoes. Yeah, right. It's and like, Nike sales went up like, from great. Yeah, not helping anyone. <laughs> but what it does is continues the conversation, and the conversation is about Gillette, <laughs> <laughs> and these huge brands. Just all they want is people saying their name. Right. right. When like, was the make, last time you ever said Gillette before yeah. all of this? But it's just like all <laughs> of a sudden we remember Gillette. Yeah. You know, and um, that commercial is so awful. They knew that people were going to get pissed. Yeah, it's all very cynical. It's just even for me as a woman, like that situation that you described, that when people will say to you, why aren't you smiling? Mm -hmm. People do say that. That does happen. I've never seen it happen. So I guess I'm not a girl. Well, I don't hang out with fucking weird creepo dudes either. Yeah. But. Even to me, with someone who's been in that situation and has been annoyed by it, mm-hmm. this doesn't do anything to me. That's just—it's like why are you trying to appeal to who? Like, Pandering it's so to fake. who? Yeah. Yeah. Fake. That's that's really it. It's just so fake. Well, this guy is gonna. Do you suppose this guy put a bag over his hand after taking this photo and <laughs> grabbed it out of the toilet? I hope he know? tried to. Maybe flush they it. have this just like, uh, you know, this hand with like the clip at the end. Right. The, the glow garbage picker up her yeah. hook. <laughs> I just love this guy knowing that he once the photo was done, he had to grab it out of the toilet. <laughs> I bet you this guy kept it too. He washed it off. He's like, I'm not gonna waste it. <laughs> There's a bunch of these. Um, yeah, I think these guys took debate, Dan. I think you're right about that. Here's this uh, another genius. Uh, this Gillette razor I was sent on my 18th birthday has been with me through basic training, four deployments, and seven moves. I've used it almost every day for the past 15 That's years. That's a great commercial for now. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what he's saying is that this is an, a tremendous product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because of an ideological difference, I'm, I'm not going to use it anymore. But the product, and I vouch for it, is tremendous. <laughs> this is better than the commercial. Really? <laughs> But since Gillette thinks I'm a bad person, I'm throwing it away. <laughs> this guy's like, listen, this is the best product <laughs> I have ever owned in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, they should retweet this. My <laughs> God. I'm like, holy shit. And even just the statement, because Gillette thinks I'm a bad person, like, again, you're just, you're playing into it because people are going to see that and like, great, you know, this guy identifies with the negative behavior depicted in this ad and is offended by it. So I like Gillette even more now because it's pissing people like that. If you're, I mean, if you're that sensitive really though about it, I find that strange too because they didn't say you're a bad person, dude. They were talking about a very specific type of dude. People, the people who got super triggered by it were so sensitive and defensive that it's weird. (laughs) Everybody's kind of, Mm-hmm. This ev- this whole event was stupid, right? Because I didn't find the commercial that, as a man, I wasn't offended. I just felt pandered to, and that the commercial yeah. was in- was disingenuous and stupid. Yeah. But I didn't feel that they were calling me a bad person. Yeah. So I don't know what that means about you, but I just think that you, <laughs> you're way too defensive, dude. 
And also notice that he didn't even put it in the trash can. This is a fake thing. He's gonna. <laughs> this guy loves this product way too much. He's keeping He's that thing for another fifteen years. He's definitely not throwing that thing away. Yeah. No, that guy loves that razor more than any life itself. <laughs> it's the best razor God ever made. Um, interesting stuff. What else we got here? Yeah, I found that uh, sexist uh, coffee ad. That you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, throw it up. Can <laughs> you throw it up? I threw it in the Discord. Oh. Um, the one where the guy punches his wife in the face? <laughs> give her a I didn't, don't think he punches her, but he, he dresses her down pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I remember that. Papa Eddie solves a crime. Oh, this coffee is criminal. <laughs> For real? This is real? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was kidding. <laughs> no, I've seen this. Oh, this coffee is criminal. <laughs> 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 Then you admitted that finger in the face. Papa Eddie, my coffee. It's murder. I'm so incompetent. (laughs) What do I do? I need to ask a man. (laughs) This shit is so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Try Folgers, young lady. (laughs) All you do is add water, you dumb, you dumb idiot. (laughs) No cooking required. <laughs> Never weak, always nice and rich. Because Forge's coffee is mouthy. Sorry, what is that accent? Uh, uh, try Forge's. It's that weird uh, transatlantic bullshit they used to do back so in the day. Strange. It's literally a fake it's accent. Isn't it funny? Like even in Hebrew, like when you watch old stuff, they had like an accent. Like yeah, that's what, what Dan's talking about. There was a weird television accent yeah. people put on. Huh. Very strange. Well, they grow the Mountains is where the best coffee comes from. Comes well, from. Right. Look at this fucking guy. She's like, please don't punch me. You know it's a crime not to have delicious coffee like this all the he time. He scares her. Yeah. You know it's a crime. And she's like, what? <laughs> not to have delicious coffee every day? It's like American Psycho. We will now that I've discovered the mountains. <laughs> now suck my dick under the Folgers table. Coffee, <laughs> for yeah, that's pretty crazy. And that's a perfect family. Yeah, that's. I want. I'd like to see Folgers making apology videos <laughs> yeah. for their commercials from the sixties. Boycott Folgers. Can you imagine Folgers? Is this the best we can do? <laughs> the best part of waking up is a blowjob from my wife while drinking Folgers. That's their slogan, best part of waking up. In case you were confused, Dilo. I wasn't. Okay. You knew? Okay. Well, let's take a quick <laughs> commercial break. I am having a lot of fun here with Gillette and everything. Next <laughs> up, let's talk about Let Me Be Frank, starring Kevin Spacey's last role on this planet Earth. <laughs> um, after this quick commercial break. So we will see you guys very shortly. If you watch this show, then you probably have awful oral hygiene and your mouth probably stinks. And that's why Quip is such a beautiful sponsor that I love. Because this toothbrush is all you need to have a beautiful, kissable, minty, fresh mouth. And let me tell you about this toothbrush. It has the softest bristles in the game. It is not going to harm your precious, sensitive gums. That's number one. That's the secret. Number two, 
It's vibrating. This packs the punch of a $200 vibrating toothbrush in this beautiful slick little tube for only a fraction of the cost. But here's when the magic begins. It tells you, it vibrates and it pulsates when it tells you when to switch quadrants to make sure you get that perfect brush every time. And you don't lose track. You're like, oh, oh, I brushed my mouth for 20 seconds. I'm done. No. Two minutes. That's how long you need to brush. And that's how long this baby forces you to brush to make sure that the teeth don't fall out of your head by the time you turn 30. Quip has changed my life. I do not use any other toothbrush because let me be frank, the bristles are the softest. It tells me how long to brush and it vibrates. There's really nothing else you need. And it's delivered to your house. You don't have to go to the freaking grocery store and mess around in that section. Never know what you're getting. Trust me. This is the toothbrush, the first and last, the Omega and the Alpha uh, that you'll ever need toothbrush-wise. That's Quip. So, uh, there's 1 million people that are happily using this product. Quip starts at just $25. So go to getquip.com slash H3 right now, and you get your first repil- refill pack for free. Check it out. You're going to love this toothbrush. Go get it at getquip.com slash H3. I wish I had access to this product when I was younger because I had braces the old-fashioned way, and that is so miserable. Same. I'm so jealous of people that get to use this beautiful, incredible product, Candid. What they do is they send you out a mold, you take a mold of your teeth, and they send you these super high-tech, uh, like, braces molded to your mouth specifically that is like braces, but you can take it out when you eat, and basically Mm -hmm. you could take it out when you brush. I got infected gums. My mouth was a mess for the years I had. This is the future. It's a fraction of the price, and it brightens your teeth also. I have I had stains on my yeah. teeth from where the braces were. This is the future. It's cheaper. It's better. I am so jealous of everyone that gets to use this incredible product. It takes six months on average and costs on average 65% less than braces. Everything is delivered to your home. You got a white glove customer service. In addition to email and phone support, Candid will set up a video call with you to answer any questions you have and walk you through the modeling process. And they only use orthodontists. Unlike some other companies that do this, use uh, dental professionals, whatever that means. This is the real deal. Mm. Um, that's it. It's incredible. They customize it specifically for your teeth. They've got a network of orthodontists that review your specific case and provide you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. And basically having a real orthodontist is the main reason you're going to love Candid because because you can't really replace a real orthodontist with a dental professional. You're one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, candidco.com slash h3, you'll save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash h3 to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash h3. I am so jealous. Please, guys, go fix your teeth. Thank God for Stitch Fix because I never have to go into another Macy's again as long as I live. And I cannot stand that place in other department sports stores that you're expected to shop because it's freaking it's, – it's hell on earth. I'm not going to mince words. That's what Stitch Fix fixes. It's a new world and we need to shop for clothes in a new way. For men and women and kids, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories that fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com slash h3. Take a survey. You tell them your size, what styles you like, how much you want to spend on each item, and 
a beautiful genius fashion guru goes to work selecting perfect, crunching the numbers, uh, 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 calculating in the algorithm, and they're like, boom, <laughs> this is the perfect look for you, and they send it to you right to your freaking door. You try them on, and you only pay for what you love. If you don't love it, you return the rest. It's that easy. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or just get your fix whenever you want. They've got a styling fee of only 20 bucks, but that's applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. So get started now at stitchfix.com slash H3, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash H3 to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash H3. Welcome back, everybody, to the greatest podcast ever made. Can I say that? You sure can. I can say it. It doesn't make it true, <laughs> but I'll say it. Um, you guys probably heard about this. Everybody heard about this. On Christmas Eve, um, Kevin Spacey, who is being tried for sexually assaulting a minor, not saying I'm not making a comment to his guilt or whatever, but he's being charged. Um, disgraced, uh, fired from Netflix for the scandals. Mm-hmm. By the way, House of Cards, the last season was such dog shit. Oh my God. Is God. It, it's just they so shit. much. It, it was already bad, and now it's like so much worse. Well, it's unwatchable. <laughs> It, it is. Because, like... Because before, I could hate watch it, kind of, yeah. and still kind of enjoy it. Well, they had a... The story arc was going somewhere, right? And then all of a sudden, it was just like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess they're doing what they can with it. But um, be that as it may, Kevin Spacey puts this out on Christmas Eve. Responding to his allegations of of assault... In the character of Frank Underwood. Okay. <laughs> and he blurs the line between the character and him. He addresses things in the show while addressing real-life accusations. And he, on one hand, says, I didn't do it. But on the other hand, he also was like, but does it matter if I did it? And he's being kind of like his creepy character from the yeah. show. Which I don't see how that helps his case. Not at all. And he's like, in a kitchen that looks like it might be his own kitchen. It has to be. Where else would he do it? The dude's at home. He's, like, <laughs> been outcast from society. So it's not a set. It's not a set. It's in his kitchen. Who recorded it? His wife? An assistant? Uh, he's, is he even don't married? Think he he's gay, by the way. <laughs> he is gay. Yeah. Well, that way, he got a lot I of, didn't know that. I he forgot. He got a lot of scrutiny because when he got accused, he came out as gay. And right. Everyone's like, why did you do that? Right. So, uh... <laughs> uh so... At any rate, very bizarre. Such a weird video. And I, I do wonder if he told his lawyers he was going to do this. Because usually when you're involved in something like this, the lawyer's like, say nothing to nobody. I think Without he, asking me first. I think he thought to himself that he knows better than everyone around him. Think and so? he was like, this <laughs> is going to be the best thing for me. <laughs> well, you know, me and Eo were, were talking. We're like, if you're innocent... This isn't the video you make. No, this is this, when I watched that video, it made me feel like he's more guilty. Because if you're innocent, you you trust the system, 
You trust your attorney. I'm sure he has very expensive, very yeah. good attorneys. And you're like, you're not going to find any proof, right? So Yeah. I'm but just... what you don't do is go and try to muddy the water and then be your, like, psychopathic character that you play and try to tell everyone you didn't do it while winking at the camera in the psychopathic <laughs> character. Because that makes me feel like, a character that It makes you've... me feel like, what? <laughs> and it's a character he's been fired from. Yeah, also, that's what I, was, I was like, you know, uh... You're, fi- th- you know, uh, you're fired, right? Because at one point he's like, "I'm gonna show you guys the whole video in a minute." But he, at one point, he's like, "You didn't actually see me die, did you?" And I'm like, "Frank, you're not you're in dead. the show anymore. They you're cut dead. you out. Yeah, this isn't canon, dude. <laughs> this is just you in your kitchen right now." Um, Netflix is out. Yeah, you're you are dead. Dude. This is not canon. But that being that as it as it may, he is a t- phenomenal actor, and he delivers the lines very well. The writing is v- honestly very good. The way he blurs the line, but I again, it's, it's a bad choice. It's bad because he's he's good actor at this like creepy characters. Yeah, it's not a good time to be creepy. Exactly, the time that's what makes it so incredibly bizarre. But the lines were written brilliantly, performed brilliantly. But was the taste brilliant? Was the timing brilliant? I don't think so. I I, th- I was thinking to myself, well, he, this is probably the last thing he'll ever act in, so you might as well go Give out it with the bang. It took, it took full creative control on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, in my kitchen, I make the I make <laughs> the rules. Yeah. Oh, now, I, I got to tell you, I didn't really like... House of, we called it in our house House of Tards, to be honest. Because and don't, don't tell anyone. <laughs> because everyone in that show is just so tard. They're just so tard. I didn't say the R word, the T word. It's House of Tards because nothing makes sense in that show. Like Frank is just killing people. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna throw her off on the train and yeah, no one's no gonna cameras. See. He's killing people. They're drugging people. They're doing all. It's like, oh, and everyone's just like, oh, oh, whoa, what's going on? It's just, it's like a, you know what I think it is, a super high budget soap opera. Yeah, I kind of like the first season as as that as like a. The kind of like a guilty pleasure, I guess. Oh, it's whatever. Definitely it's a, a bad show, pleasure. but you kind of enjoy it. But it got worse. Like, it's so Most, bad now. Yeah, well, the last season was just bad, 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 bad. But at any rate, let's watch this video. I've hyped it up enough. Uh, here we go. With, without further ado, let me be Frank. <laughs> Which, again, the title itself is brilliant. Frank Underwood, like let the, me be Frank. I know. Um, also, it's like a plea, like, let me be Frank. Mm-hmm. It's like a triple entendre. I mean, that's pretty brilliant. That being said, he definitely did it. No, I'm <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Clean camera work. Bad lighting. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong. It's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. 
So it's again, it's like, who are you being? Are it, you Kevin or are you Frank? So he's doing it in the Frank and character, but me. I think he's talking about. Well, even though okay. you knew you. I think he's talking about his personal stuff when he actually came out as gay, right? Mm. And he's like, I, I shocked you with my. Yeah, right. Everyone knew he was gay. Not really shocked us. Shocked us with the timing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was breaking right? it down. <laughs> Even though you knew you shouldn't. Even though you knew you shouldn't. So, so is he still I'm talking about himself? What anyone says. Right? I was, he back. said, you trust me, even though you knew you shouldn't. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> so again, who are we talking about here? You know? And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. Of course, some... You want me back. Believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. Okay, so he's clearly talking about his accusations. Mm -hmm. But Frank? Now, what we know about Frank the character he would lie through his teeth, and if you heard Frank saying this, he definitely did it. Yeah. Right? Like, Frank always did the worst thing possible, and then lied to try to cover it up. So by him being Frank, and addressing the allegations, so it's him saying, I definitely did it, and I'm trying to lie and confuse you to cover it up. Right? I mean, that's, Literally, that's what it means. That's the vibe I'm getting, anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's the interpretation. What do they think? I don't know. What do they think that it's, it's like creating? Just, just more confusion? Yeah, he's kind of trying to muddy the waters. It's a PR thing, I think. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption I made for such I did not kill that girl. You would believe me. I did not push that girl in front of a subway in season one. <laughs> you believe me, don't you? I know what you want. It's like, uh, we saw you do it, dude. I watched the show. Unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. So what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> what is he talking about? What are you about? talking about? <laughs> well, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules. Like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did. And you loved it. Anyhow. Again. He, he, as a person before this, was extremely private. He never confirmed nor denied he was gay. People didn't know anything about his personal life. That's what he was known for. Mm -hmm. So, again, he's blurring the line so much that he's saying, you love that I never played by the rules. But nobody, so he's talking about Frank, because nobody knew anything about him yeah. before this. We loved you on the shows. So, again, it's like, it's, it's weird. It's not a good look to blur between a psychopathic murderer and yourself so much. 
And he's like cutting stuff. Right. What Dexter is he doing? Thing. It's very, yeah. Well, he's making Christmas dinner, presumably. And Christmas. like he pointed out, what is up with the lighting? Yeah, the lighting like is dungeonous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bad lighting, guys. Add, we need some uh, adds to the dark? creepiness. I mean, we, no, no, no. no it, it, it has a like, really awful yeah. blue light. They need some more, like, um, white balance up. <laughs> right. So scale that up. Despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, <laughs> the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth. Wait a minute. Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? What's with the ring? Dude, you're done. You're out of the show. They fired you. It's too weird. You never saw me die. The president of Netflix is like, I saw you die, dude. You're out of the show. <laughs> Conclusions can be so deceiving. The ring was another uh, Frank me. Underwood thing. Hmm. Gee, what's the significance of the ring? I don't remember. I don't remember. What is I it? haven't seen the show in a long time, but mm. he, it was. I just Googled it, and there's a bunch of pictures. I guess he would always like put the ring on okay. after he did something evil. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the uh, final. <laughs> act of strange that was the worst <laughs> possible way to end that the video sound effect isn't that the dramatic hamster sound effect <laughs> it's like it's close yeah free audio stock audio yeah, free jungle. audio thing <laughs> <laughs> um because the tone was so serious and so artistic and then that brought me right out of it <laughs> golly he's like yeah i'm worth uh i'm worth uh 50 million bucks, but go ahead and grab that audio jungle <laughs> soundbite. Yeah, that's a weird one, man. A bunch of people in the chat saying he reminds them a lot of those Garth Brooks videos. Mm. Oh, yeah. The same, like, cadence. What if the ultimate twist was that Kevin Spacey was just a Garth Brooks uh, persona? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, like there that. you go. <laughs> I really like that. I like that. Um, so, again, this was a really terrific phenomenon. Christmas Eve... Absolutely incredible. It's creep. There you have I it. I mean, Love when it. you watch something like that, it just makes me think that he's guilty. Why would you even make this? I tend to agree because if it's you're... It's like a desperate attempt to... Confuse to people. confuse and deny. Yeah. And uh, also, a small correction from what you said before. Uh, I guess there, there are allegations against him for, um, you know, making advances against minors, but mm -hmm. he's on the... Thing he's on trial for the guy was 18. It was still oh okay, my yeah. bad. Yeah. That is a definitely my bad. Thanks for correcting me on but that. But there, but it's again, there are allegations he, um... of minors. But I <laughs> well, guess wait. those are too. I far think in the it's path. about that he got him drunk, right? And then yeah, I think it essentially him. raped him. So hold on, he was not underage during the alleged. This article is from uh, December, this past December, uh, about the trial and sexually assaulting an 18-year-old. Okay, thank so. you for correcting me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard the mom or something saying that he kept got him drunk. He got him really drunk yeah. so that Danny could uh, get him whatever. Get him good. 
Well, there is another allegation from the '80s of a 14-year-old. So, yikes! Yeah. Well, uh, that's you know what? Led. I don't uh, pass. I don't make a conclusion. I'm only I'm on what happened or whatever. But just based on the video alone. I mean, I'm sure Netflix did their own investigation too, and they decided to fire him. Yeah, I would like to think so, but uh, be that as it may, um, the video was very strange, and just an assumption is that I don't think an innocent person would make that video. I could be wrong. Well, you were right. I mean, his lawyers. Thank had you. To you heard it from Dan. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> his lawyers had to have had an aneurysm when they saw this. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Off on this. Of course. Yeah. As someone who's dealt way too much with lawyers for my own taste, the official policy is always shut up, Let sit us down, do our job. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so next up, we've got so many great stories. These are all shocking. PETA. By the way, I've gone vegan. I'm going good. Speaking of PETA, You're I'm still like keeping ten, up with it. Ten days in. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm definitely, I've lost like two pounds, I think, at least. But I feel nice, you know? It feels good. I've had absolutely relentless diarrhea, though, since I, <laughs> like, so, so relentless, dude. Oh, my God. And gas. I can confirm the gas. I've been hotboxing Ela. <laughs> they, don't, they don't tell you about that part in the, uh, in the well, literature. Well, because I'm, like, I'm eating everything I used to, just no meat or dairy, um, but I guess as you pointed out, Dan, that it can be a shock to your system because I don't think there's been a day of my whole life that I've gone without either dairy or meat. Yep, there you go. It's <laughs> a big change. That's a big change. I turned to Ethan's side one night when while we were sleeping. I was like, I turned to his side and then all of a sudden I got <laughs> gas in my face in the middle ah. of the night. Gas <laughs> <Yes>, pocket. <laughs> I had to turn back. You ever seen those videos of like methane coming up from like uh, icy rivers? <laughs> that's what the that's what our bed is like. <laughs> like whoa, that's a methane bubble. Um. Well, at any rate, PETA has come out. Basically, I went vegan because of these PETA commercials, so I thought they'd be interesting to hear. <laughs> so the first one they tweeted out. There's two. Um, this I thought was a joke. But this is apparently a real thing they tweeted. Uh, words matter, and our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves with it. Here's how to remove speciesism, they call it, from your daily conversations. <laughs> speciesism? Yeah, speciesism. As if, as if they understand our language. <laughs> like, just think about what you're saying, you idiots. <laughs> literally, literally, they don't understand your language. You, who are you offend? <laughs> They can't be offended by what we say, so you are, they make it seem like it's about the animal, but it's about you. <laughs> the animals don't understand what we're saying. You're offended, and so you want us not to offend you. And you're gonna just have to, um... Stop using anti-animal language. Exactly. Well, at any rate, let's start from the top. Kill two birds with one stone? No. Say, freed two birds with one scone. Does that make sense? No. Feed two birds. Oh, with feed. One scone. Okay, yeah, I said it wrong. <laughs> but bird. Why would a bird want a scone? Well, scones are good. Dude. Yeah, but I don't oh, think no, you're supposed to birds. feed birds scones. It's just bread. Who's, isn't who's the pita? Here? Isn't a scone a sweet bread? Um, I don't what is think... a scone? Uh, it's more is of it... like a dry. 
English type thing. <laughs> okay. Sweet, no? I, I thought it was I thought sweet. It was sweet. Yeah. Feed two birds with one scone. Do you understand that most of these are like Shakespearean sayings? This is like part of our heritage, part of our English <laughs> language. This is uh, part of our cultural identity. And you want to whitewash it for this garbage? Feed two birds with one scone. Imagine saying that to a stranger on the street. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm sorry? <laughs> what? You know, feed two birds with one scone. Next, they say, be the guinea pig, be the test tube. That is so... But that's I, like, you, you know don't what actually they're... Do any no one is going to say that. This is so stupid. <laughs> you know what they're doing is like, it reminds me of when they started taking the N-word out of... Uh, um, Books? Literature? Huck Finn. Huck Finn in particular, which is this wonderful mm -hmm. timepiece written by Mark Twain. Yeah written back during slavery and it's about the sweet boy that goes on this epic journey with his slave his family slave and he uses the n-word all the time because that was normal at the time but this, this kid is deeply unracist and mm -hmm. he sees his slave for a person and it, it is really a landmark book uh, and a real timepiece mm -hmm. and so to change rewrite the history what did they change it to do you know or they just removed it um, they I changed it to slave. Hmm. Like I think they like that is substituted the word slave. So so it's a rewriting of history. Yeah. I mean it doesn't serve anybody. The kids are not racist, people reading are racist, but it's so important to know I feel like it's good to have this stuff to look at as what the past used to be. Like of course. That commercial that we saw of the coffee. Of like, course. It's so shocking to What are we gonna erase it like it never happened? We should know that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um be the guinea pig. Be the test tube. It's like, no. <laughs> At least they could try to come up with better ones. Well, test tube. Beat a dead horse. Feed a fed horse. <laughs> you know, you can't feed a fed horse. <laughs> Bring home the bacon. Bring home the bagels. I like that one. I'm bringing like home bagels. the bagels. <laughs> I'm for that one. If you say that, people are like, really? <laughs> We're having bagels tonight? <laughs> Take the bull by the horns. Take the flower by the thorns. <laughs> Can you imagine taking a flower by the thorn? <laughs> Here, baby, I bought you this rose. <laughs> um, no. I'm sorry. That doesn't work. At all on any level, okay. Jesus Christ. Well, this isn't even the worst one. This one was just stupid, and everyone's good feeling them. This one, this next one is just deprived. I mean, I don't know this one. <laughs> so this is a video uh, they posted saying traditional masculinity is dead. The secret to male sexual stamina is veggies. The APA links toxic traditional masculinity to violence, which is also deadly to animals. Why men should go vegan. So, here you go, guys. I don't know why they picked all the creepiest mother effers to... They're not playing. ...to repraise the role of... Hmm. Hello? Is anybody home? That's weird. The hell, Twitter? Hmm. Uh, He'll find you a different uh, one. Yeah. Um, you can just find me at YouTube. Like, that's strange. Yeah. But this video actually made me want to go stop being vegan. <laughs> <laughs>
I was like, shit, this is gonna turn me into one of these guys. I need to eat meat right now. <laughs> hmm. That's annoying. <coughs> uh, let me know when you got it, Dan. Yeah, I'm looking. Maybe they, did they have to remove it? We just watched it last night. No, time. it's on YouTube. Just type PETA masculinity commercial. Yeah, we watched it last night. What is this? I mean, it's graphic, but it's just, uh... It doesn't work for me, either. Hmm. Well, in the commercial, it's a bunch of creepy, weirdest-looking dudes you can imagine. I think Dan found it. Okay, good. It's somebody recording off a screen, though. Oh, I'm wondering okay. if it got purged. Should I not show this? I mean, it's pretty explicit. But it's just, <laughs> it is very explicit, mm. but it's just veggies. Like, I'm not gonna show it. I'll describe it to you guys. Um... Oh, it's a shame. Should I not show it to you? Is it too risky? It's just a carrot that it's they shake in their dick. I mean, the guy just nothing that you haven't done. What do you think, Ela? Should I show it or no? I really don't know. I mean, this one's been up for a minute. Um, it seems like fine to me. I don't know. It's not really nudity. No. But these guys took like big ass squashes and carrots and taped it over their pants. And they're just so weird. I gotta show it, I feel like. So I have it on their Facebook, I think I found it. If Facebook will allow it. This is let's just move on because this is kind of pointless, yeah, we I guess. Can move on you know? at this point. But it's so dumb. I, I I don't know. I mean Facebook is allowing it. So you YouTube has become so fucking lame. I swear to God, YouTube has become so fucking sensitive. It's more whitewashed than television by far. <laughs> like, uh, I was watching this guy, Oliver Tree. He is a really talented musician. He made this incredible music video, and it's totally fine, completely artistic, and they age-restricted it because there's one scene where he gets decapitated. It's not violent. It's very cartoonish. And, and it's something you would see on MTV or television, no problem. But YouTube has become such fucking pussies. <laughs> you cannot even curse. You cannot. I can't even show a dude wearing a fucking squash on his dick. <laughs> because I'm afraid that the whole episode is going to get age restricted. And they go, oh, well, you can post it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna, no one's gonna stop you, but when a video gets age restricted, nobody sees it. It doesn't show up on the homepage, it doesn't show up as suggested. You get like 90% less views. That is not the point of this. <laughs> it's so f fucking retarded. We just got age restricted right uh -oh. there. And like, <laughs> don't put ads on it. Who gives a fuck? You know? Especially when it's something artistic, like a music video. Yes! Nicki Minaj shows her fucking giant pussy on it. And I'm cursing now to make a point. Have you seen Anaconda? You can see all the way up her fucking pussy. It's retarded. It's so upsetting. Why don't we describe it? Let's just show it. But I, if, at this see, point, see the problem is that if I show it and get age restricted, it really screws us over. The whole episode, because our ep because we have sponsors that yeah. look at the view amounts, and if we end up getting two hundred thousand views instead of like a million, yeah. that really affects us. 
I think we can describe it. <laughs> you kind of got to see it. These dude, they fasten giant squash to their pants and they're shaking their dick, but they look insane. The music's insane. It's really creepy and disturbing. Yeah, they're showing guys dancing and like they shaped, they shaped with vegetables. Huge. What looks like a huge. But they. Genitalia. They made it look really um, realistic. Like this guy has a huge cucumber, <laughs> like twelve feet long, and then he has um, like. <laughs> Like cilantro or parsley that look like pubes and it looks super realistic And then the next guy, but they look so creepy like maybe I can just show you like here this guy's face for yeah, example. just a still frame it's Yeah, there, right here. Let me see Yeah, their their facial expressions are like they're rapey. They're like and then and yeah. this guy has like a huge carrot That's upright like he's stiff um, And he looks so creepy and then at the end it just says increase your um, Here, this is sexual stamina. Here, Go vegan. Face. <laughs> you could be just like this guy. So he's got a huge carrot stiffy that's like huge. And I don't know. I just don't get the point. Like, really? This is how you think people are going to go vegan? What are you, insane? As a vegan now, how did you feel when you saw it? I felt like I'm not, I don't want, these people are fringe lunatics. And I wouldn't want anything to do with them. And I want to eat meat. I, I <laughs> genuinely wanted to eat meat after I watched this. Just out of spite? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, Did vegetables not increase your veg uh, sexual stamina? Is that even a thing? It, it, like, really? You I think, like, <laughs> you, oh, they're like, we understand men. They want hard, they want their dick harder, and they're gonna get that by going vegan. It's like, really? Is that even a thing? Isn't that like looking at men as like the lowest common denominator? They're like, men just want their dicks to be harder. Yeah. I'll, they'll do anything. It's kind of like, odd paired with the other ad that we just talked about where they were yeah. like explicitly talking about toxic masculinity mm. and toxic behavior. This does this does kind of exhibit toxic masculinity because there's dudes in the club. They're shaking. By the way, like here's a shot of a guy in the club with a bunch of girls. Here, I'll show you this still because it doesn't show his apparently too vulgar for YouTube. <laughs> so, so here he is with a girl with the clubs, and he's got a huge, you know, squash and orange balls out. But here, did you ask? Like he's in a public setting and he's got his genitals out. That's toxic as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it's and they're dancing like. Uh... Humping, you know, yeah, or whatever. Super sexual, and look how the girls want it. They're like, uh, they're almost sending out this message of, oh, why don't you just go show your junk to anyone in public, and they'll want it. Peta, guess who's problematic now? All this company is trying to be cool. Just calm down. Just make a boring commercial. That's what we want. Seriously, woke. Don't try woke to be capitalism. Cool. Yeah, it's God, there's nothing awful. There's nothing worse than like. Gillette. Um, there's nothing worse than like PR commercial advertisers trying to be savvy. Yeah. Like this company. It's the worst look for you. I was been obsessed with the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. Oh my god. And Hulu, I watched both of them. But then I found out that so fuck Jerry was the company that worked to promote, like <coughs> manage the social media yeah. of the Fire Festival. Yeah. And then I found out 
The whole time I was watching the Netflix documentary, I was like, wow, these guys are really complicit. I'm surprised that this documentary is not more critical of them because they continued to promote them all the way through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they were showing how the organizers were asking them to delete comments and control the narrative by deleting comments and banning people. And they were like, so we were deleting comments. And I was like, you guys are really complicit in this. It's It seemed to me like they were in on everything. <laughs> so... It turns out that they're the ones that produced that documentary. The Netflix documentary. What? That's how they had all that insane footage. Huh. And the Netflix co-production between them and Vice, the Netflix documentary. Really? So fuck Jerry. Which they didn't really disclose. That's weird. Yeah, yeah they never disclosed weird. it. They were filming and getting all this incredible footage during this fraud. And then they produced the freaking... What? That's so weird. The documentary. And then I start going down this fuck Jerry rabbit hole. They're just, they're just these, they're like SoFlo, Antonio, but huh. professional. <laughs> um, they just steal shit from people. And the people that run that are such douches. I watched this clip of a news reporter being like, so tell me, what do you guys do? You just create memes all day? They're like, here's a picture. Make a, uh, make a meme of it. And they all try, they're like meme masters. And so they try writing a caption of like, this is me when my oh, stepdad brings me home from school too early. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you are the biggest tool on the planet Earth. Wow. So that's how, anyway, he's so like. Does that, um, what does that mean about the documentary? That's so weird. I feel like they needed to disclose that. Yeah. But speak, and then I noticed the Hulu one that was not made by them yeah. was more critical of them, saying that they were being investigated by the FBI and stuff like uh, that. But no wow. mention of it on Netflix. Pretty shady. Pretty convenient. And that's what Dan that's told me, crazy. so if I am wrong about this, blame Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it, they, they definitely uh, were co-production company on the Netflix documentary. There's been a trending mm. tag, fuck, fuck, Jerry. What the flip? That's right. What the flip? And then I saw they just the documentary was great. Though. <sighs> oh my god! If it was anyone so hasn't haven't watched it, I hate to say it, but the Netflix one was superior to the Hulu one. But watch both. <laughs> yeah, watch both. But oh my, the Netflix one was like one of my favorite documentaries ever. It was such yeah. a thrill ride. It was just well, they had more of an inside scoop because they were involved. Right. So I know. Kinda, I hate you know, knowing that. That's the other side of it. Yeah. I hated knowing that, but that being said. Definitely watch it because it's amazing. And Ja Rule is such a clown, this guy. God. He was like involved in everything. Oh, yeah. He, he was the part owner. The only difference is that this one guy, Billy, he was directly lying to investors. Yeah. Like he was saying shit like, uh, like they had outside investments of like, you know, tens of millions of dollars when really they had none. Saying that he owned a bunch of stock and companies and had all these liquid assets, he didn't have any. Mm. Saying that his previous company made like millions of dollars when it made like sixteen thousand. So he was falsifying documents and lying to investors. So he's definitely his ass is fried. I don't want to ruin it because there's some really yeah. amazing twists and turns in the Netflix one. But ja there's these great scenes with Ja Rule where <laughs> after it's a total disaster, and they get on a conference call with Ja Rule and all the senior. Uh, people in the company of the yeah. fire festival and they're like dude we just committed fraud 
they were all very uncomfortable with everything that happened. Yeah. And they're all like, tell us what is going on on the call. And Ja Rule is like, no, we didn't commit fraud. I would say, if anything, it was false advertising. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's fraud. That's what fraud is. And he's still trying to make the whole thing work after the fire festival was a complete disaster. Yeah. Like people almost died. I'm there. surprised nobody died. He was still I trying am. to make it work. And on that call, he's like, there's so many smart people on this call right now. He's like, Let, come on, you guys can figure it out. Like, yeah, I'm I not one that. of the smart people on the call, but yeah. there's so many smart people on this call right now. It's like, how do you figure out that you defrauded like 50 million bucks? Figure this out, guys. And then Billy, the organizer, after the flop, there was an interview of him. He's like, well, obviously, uh, version one didn't work out. We are refunding everyone and giving them discounts to version two, which will be next year. I love it. The scam never stops. Love it. Super entertaining. Watch the damn thing. Um, let's move on. And then there was the R. Kelly documentary. Oh, my goodness. The R. Kelly one? That's also on Netflix, right? No. Or was it HBO? Showtime or something like that? What was it? HBO? Lifetime. Lifetime. Oh, so it's on TV. Thank you, Zach. Um, so Lifetime's all over it lately. They did the Scientology stuff too, didn't they? Or was that A and E? I don't. A &E. There's too many networks. <laughs> I'm so sick of cable. <laughs> Such a scam. I pay like 120 dollars a month, and I feel like I'm watching commercials half of the time. Yeah. At any rate, um, the R. Kelly documentary was really disturbing. Really yeah. fascinating. We talked here about that one article. I was having a before. sex call. Yeah. Right. And basically it just confirms everything and more. He makes all of his girls call him daddy. Yeah. He has like an initiation process where he breaks them in slowly to the point where he basically locks them in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. They and have to ask permission to go to pee, to eat. Yeah. Oh my God. To move. To get out of the room. Yeah, and they have okay. to call him daddy, or he beats them up. They It takes away their phone. They can't call their family anymore. It's like, it's a cult. Well, it's more like it's more like torture than a cult, because they all don't want to be there. They're just afraid to leave. Same with a lot of cults. Well, I feel like in cults, they're brainwashed to thinking they want to be there. But I feel they like... Think that it's <laughs> the same with them, because... Mm. Like, when BuzzFeed, the, that article came out, they recorded an interview with one of the girls, and mm -hmm. she was like, I'm not being held, I want I think to they're be afraid. here. Well, at any the rate. The blurry line. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to tell. At any rate, it's really disturbing. Um, highly recommend watching it. That dude's a creep to the max. I mean, listen, guys, it's public knowledge that he was boning uh, Aliyah. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When she was yeah. like 14 or something, 15 years old. Age ain't nothing but a number. Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Aaliyah. R.I.P. Yup. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's crazy. So crazy. And then we go to the absurd on another end. Kevin Hart was set to host the Oscars. And then, of course, the Twitter warriors of the world pull 10-year-old tweets mm -hmm. and then cause outrage that forces him to step down. Now, let it me show you. wasn't quite 10, but, but yeah. Well, here, let me see. It says the year here on these. Um, oh, what year is this from? They were quite old. Of course, he cut out the year. Can you guys find out what year this tweet is from? Um, yeah, I'm looking I am curious, it. but... 
In the meanwhile, look at this smug. Look at this smug. Let me show you the smug guy's face. Okay? Get a look at that. He's right. like, yep, I got Kevin Hart. Got him. <laughs> I'll never get to host the Oscars. So you won't. I never got to host the Oscars, and I never made a gay joke in my life. Looks like a lot of them were 2011-ish. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, eight years. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, here he goes. Uh, Benjamin says, and the Oscar for most homophobic host ever goes to. So, here's the here's a quote of the tweet. Or, I guess, no, there's a quote from one of his movies uh, from 2010, which is nine years ago. Uh, one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. Be happy. Do whatever you want to do. But me, as a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. He said during his 2010 movie, Seriously Funny, before going into a skit about times when Hendrix may have exemplified homosexual tendencies, to which he would respond, Stop! I'm doing my best, Kevin Hart. Stop! That's gay! <laughs> Uh, from 2010. But to anyone who's following Kevin Hart these days, this is nothing you would hear from him today. It's been a while. People Nine years? A lot has changed. Do you know how much of a person you change in nine years? Well, how much the, the what's the acceptable to itself, say in nine yeah. years? Yeah. You know. Also, making gay jokes was like, everyone was always making gay jokes. It was just, I don't know. It's just a thing at that time. Yeah, you can like, find probably a lot of people. You, I like how they go back and judge people by the standards of today based on things they said 10 years ago. It's like it doesn't work that way. And people grow up in certain environments where, I don't know, where I grew up, it was kind of like not acceptable to be gay. And, yeah, you know, you kind of grow up like that, but then you change. Right. And he changed. It's not like that today. Yeah. But, I mean, really. And, frankly, he what he said was, I mean, in all in all fairness, not really. Even, even if he said that today, it's tasteless, but, like, not that it's bad. It's kind of hard to translate. It's out of context. Yeah. Like, in our lawsuit, it was so funny they would write exactly what we said mm -hmm. and analyze it and when you just read it versus like seeing it with mm -hmm. facial expressions and whatever mm -hmm. it, the, so much is lost and yeah. then you just judge based on a few words i haven't seen this this scene but as a parent but, think about it like this as a parent you know being gay is harder than being straight because you have to deal with more challenges in your life because i think probably if you're gay there's more challenges one you're not you're not considered normal by a lot of people, so you have to adjust uh, to not being like most of the people around you, okay? No, they have a hard time. It's more challenging. Let's say that. I think that's a fair thing to say. So you could even interpret it as him saying, look, I don't want my son to go through a uh, ch more challenging childhood, right? I mean— It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to say that what he said here is fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So he goes, I wonder when Kevin Hart is going to start deleting all of his old tweets. Okay, did he erase anything? I like how he's like, uh, making it sound like he is erasing them. So here he shows more. These ones are from 2011. 
Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, Stop! That's gay! 2010. You know he just did a Twitter search for gay, Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. Why does Damien D.W. profile pic look like a gay billboard for AIDS? Boom, I'm on fire tonight. I, don't, I have no idea it, what the con- real crime is. Just how unfunny joke. those tweets are. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. Well, it's written <laughs> like, like a middle schooler. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But where was he in his career in 2010? That's what I'm saying. It was like a different world. Were, were people even yeah, on probably. Twitter in 2010? Yeah, I don't know. Was was yeah, he? Even, Twitter he, was. It was just starting to get big around then. I think. Like, I wonder how many likes these tweets have. Probably like less than a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um. Why does Wayne215 have so many pictures of me in his phone? What are you, some type of fat fag that takes pics of small black men all day? 2009. Again, like, that is trying to make a joke. Clearly, tasteless today. Yeah. But I think, obviously, it was a lot more acceptable to say that shit back then. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing is, too, his this guy that called him out, you know, the Oscar for most homophobic host ever goes to. <laughs> Dude, like fucking Bob Hope used to host the Oscars <laughs> every year. <laughs> it's just like all of his jokes. The same about... guys who made those Folgers commercials. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, yeah, not not so much. Yeah. Um, but again. Also, so he's, th- he's apologized for this stuff already before. Yeah. Right. That was the weird thing is this this controversy already happened. Right, like five years ago, there was kind of like a big brought up about and this. he addressed it. He addressed and he's it, like, apologized, and yeah. then yeah. just like, well, okay, it's like you said, it's been a decade. I mean, is he just not supposed to work for the rest of his life because of this? <laughs> but again, it's like, dude, he didn't kill anybody. He just made some tasteless jokes ten years ago. He didn't do anything. Do you are you not promoting like change for the better? Like, what if someone did think that? And then they understood they were stupid to think that, and they changed. Because yeah. culture changed, right. and they understand now that it's not what people used to think. I mean, that's true in my case. I've gone back and watched some of the old videos I used to make, like, back in Israel, like, before people used to watch our videos. And some of the stuff I was saying was outrageous. So vulgar, it shocked like, me. It was yeah. so vulgar. And, um, see, I know of myself that there was no hate or malice behind it, mm-hmm. but I was so vulgar and so insensitive with the way I talked. No, imagine it shocked if someone me. Took it made one me. Of those. It made me really feel awful about myself. Imagine if someone took one of those and just what do you transcribe? What do you? What is the word for it? When you write the yeah, write it into That's text. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transcribed it and posted it on whatever. Yeah. Just the text. Yeah, of course. It looks like even way worse. Well, and also, and their intention is to make it look worse. So they frame it in whatever way makes it look the worst for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the most... But people these, change. It's well, like, and all these offensive things, he couldn't find anything recent. It's like, bro, these no, are you, all shit you from wouldn't. eight, nine, ten years ago that he's already talked about. If you follow him, I follow him today. It's all about, like, positivity and He's just having a good time with his kids, family stuff. He's right. working hard. It's yeah. like, you would never find any of this stuff today. Yeah. So his point was that he's like, dude, I've already talked about this. This happened so long ago. I'm not going to apologize every time this comes yeah. up. It's like, and and that's a totally fair point. And I think he's right that people need to stop 
uh, pandering to these people because mm-hmm. um, this is not progress. It really is not progress. And so um, the debate continues. Man, this guy's such a douche. Like, and I think to to this day, there's no new host announced. It's such Nobody false wants to do it because it's just like way too much of a spotlight, I guess. It's just such false um, righteousness. It's like this guy thinks he's doing something righteous, and it's just, it's so the opposite, you know. I mean, look how he writes. The opposite, instead of encouraging people to change, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe he was a little homophobic, who knows. And I wrote about why Kevin Hart's homophobia isn't welcome at next year's Oscars. What? How could the Academy hire this homophobic asshole? Um, do we really set the bar at homophobic that low? Like, pick on people who are today homophobic. Right. That's right. Because that would be... I think we all need to accept the fact that, uh, people grow and change. And, and nine years is, like, a lifetime of development. I mean, like, the videos that I used to make, some of them... I don't know if you guys would watch them and have the same reaction as me, but when I saw them, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was so embarrassed yeah. by that person. So doesn't represent who I am or what I would say today and how I feel. I mean, it was, I was deeply horrified and embarrassed <laughs> of this stuff. And I wouldn't want to be judged by that because we all human beings grow and develop. Five years is enough, let alone mm-hmm. ten um, let's, let's look at what, who people are now. You know, let's look at who people have become. How far back do you go? 10, 15, 20 years? It's like, ask your grandma about shit she was saying when she was 18. <laughs> grandma, you once, uh, it says here, grandma, that you once called a black person a Negro when you were 18. And, uh, well, grandma, I'm, I'm gonna divorce you. <laughs> Negro's not that bad. Elon winced. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's funny, the whole... Uh, I don't even go there. Yeah, Elon had a panic attack when I said Negro. I don't think that's bad. <laughs> I think I can... I didn't say it. His grandma did. That guy's grandma's a freaking racist man, Benjamin Lee. Most people's grandparents are racist. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. That's progress. Not this. But anyway, the story develops. I've labored this long enough. Um, Moving on. So Kevin Hart goes on Ellen. Where's my mouse? And and Ellen gives him her support. And um, and she's gay. She's a gay woman, obviously too. So so. so he stepped down from hosting, right? It wasn't that they fired him. Well, they did fire him, saying that he needed to apologize. Okay. And he was like, you know what? He was like, I'm over it desire to host the show and also in the aftermath Dude, these the mother effing Ellen websites that she contacted the account they pop up like 20 videos <laughs> um um so he was just over it he's like you know what i don't want to do this mm-hmm. and good for him here's the video people were super angry at alan for supporting him like, here's one tweet. It says, This is truly a misstep for you, Ellen. 
He might be your friend, and maybe that's clouding your judgment a bit. He is not sorry and hasn't apologized, even here. They say, The only thing Kevin Hart proved by going on Ellen was that he is a terrible actor with zero genuine remorse. Remorse? He did not do anything. That's like what a judge says to like a serial killer. There's clearly no remorse in your eyes. Clearly there's no remorse for the tweets you made ten years ago of saying you hope your son's not gay. And my, uh, there's so many angry... Ellen can't forgive someone on behalf of the community. Lol, that's not how this works. I think she gave Kevin a pass instead of having an actual productive conversation. Uh, am I, yada yada yada. So let's watch the clip. Where's the clip? Um. Oh my god, I hate this freaking website. Here it is. Um, bear with me, guys. Dead air. Dead air. Here we go. Why? I can't click any Twitter videos. Damn. What is happening today? So it is Twitter. Huh. Is it Twitter? Well, that's new. Hmm. Can you find it on YouTube? Yeah, I got you. All right. Man, what the F? Uh, let's see here. So, as of now, there's no host to the Oscars. Making it possibly the first Oscars since 1989 to have no host. Instead, it may just be a series of celebrities introducing various categories. That sounds thrilling. Enjoy the the awful ratings. I'm sure everyone wants to watch that. Um... Uh, he had said specifically that he did not want to be a distraction. And so, three days after the announcement, he stepped down for his previous tweets. We've got the video. Thank you, though. I'm pretty sure that's it. That's the one I saw on YouTube. I think it was, Here it is, well, yeah. it was right after I hosted the Oscars. We went to dinner. Yes. Uh, and we talked about you hosting the it's Oscars. A long that it was a dream of yours. You right. always wanted to host the Oscars. I said you should host the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Then you get asked to. I mean, it must have been amazing when they asked you to host this year. Unreal. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of goals that I have on my board. I got a vision board, and on that vision board is so many things that I want to do that I'll check off as they get done. And Oscars was up there. Oscars was one of the highest of highs, simply because. There hasn't been a lot of African-American comedians that have been able to do it. I would have been the fourth. So to get the moment, celebrate the moment, oh, my God, I can't believe it's happened. And then the next morning, after a day full of congratulations and celebrations, I'm hit with an onslaught on social media of my past coming back up again. Literally, the next morning. Mm -hmm. uh, not even a full 24 hours to glow in the glory of Kevin Hart is hosting this year's Oscars. And when it happened, you know, my, my, first, my first thought is, I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna ignore it because it's 10 years old. This is stuff I've addressed. I've, I've talked about this. This isn't new. I've addressed it. I've apologized for it. I'm not gonna pay it any mind. Because when you feed into that stuff, you only add more fuel to the fire. Right. Pop. I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna leave it alone. Now the day goes by, the fuel is now, it's growing. This, this fire is angry. 
it's all over the place. Now the headlines are starting to change. The headlines are Kevin Hart refuses to apologize for homophobic tweets from the past. The word again was left out. Everybody took those headlines and started to run with it. So now the slander on my name is all homophobia. Now I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset because I know who I am. I know I don't have a homophobic bone in my body. I know that I've addressed it. I know that I've apologized. I know that within my apologies, I've taken 10 years to put my apology to work. I've yet to go back to that version of the immature comedian that once was. I've moved on. I'm a grown man. I'm cultured. I'm manufactured. I'm, I'm a guy that understands now. I look at life through a different lens, and because of that, I live it a different way. So now, I'm kind of upset because these 10 years are just being ignored. They're being brushed past. Nobody is saying, guys, this is, this is 10 years. No headlines are saying 10 years ago, he apologized. Nobody's finding the apologies. Nobody's finding the footage from where I had to address it. I had to address it when I did Get Hard promo with Will Ferrell because of my joke that I had about my son. I had to address those tweets in 2012 in a very, very heavy, uh, heavy junket where I was asked questions and asked questions about homophobia based on those tweets. And I had to address it and apologize and say I understand what those words do and how they hurt. I understand why people would be upset, which is why I made the choice to not use them anymore. I don't joke like that anymore because that was wrong. That was a guy that was just looking for laughs and that was stupid. I don't do that anymore. So to be put in a position where I was given an ultimatum, I was given an ultimatum, Kevin, apologize or we're gonna have to find another host. Oh, so it was. When I was yeah. given that ultimatum, this is now, it's now becoming like a cloud. What was once the brightest star and brightest light ever just got real dark. The Oscars is no longer about Kevin Hart stepping on that stage and taking a intense night where people are so uptight and making it loose and fun. That's my reason for doing it. I'm gonna bring fun to the Oscars. I'm gonna make the Oscars fun. Now all of a sudden- He's right. He's right, how are you gonna make jokes? Because the conversation is about the most Oscars. Conversation is about Kevin Hart's tweets from 10 years ago and homophobia. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna step on that stage and make that night about me and my past when you got people that have worked hard to step on that stage for the first time and receive an award. <laughs> I'm now taking away from all those moments because the night is it's focused on something else now. That's how I see it. Because He's really I saw right. it like that. That's really mature. I said I would much rather yeah, step did. down. That would have been and apologize yeah. again while stepping down. Once again, I'm sorry if these words hurt. I'm sorry. But Either my apology is accepted or it isn't. Either I can move forward or I can't. But you can't grow as a person without mistakes. You don't know what perfection is unless you've experienced imperfection. So I don't know the perfect individual that society is now looking for. Thank you. It's not me. Well stated. I'll be the first to say it. I'm an open book. There is no perfect bone in my body. I have made several mistakes. Several. And I embrace them all I because I'm a better man today because of them. In this case, I just said I'm going to walk away because I felt like 
It was a conversation that was just going to continue and continue and continue. Yep. I would much rather say I'm sorry again and walk away because I, I'm, I'm, I want to be done with the conversation. I don't want to have to have this conversation anymore because I know who I am. I'm not that guy. I know you're not that guy. Because I know you. No, he's not um, that guy. So I'm going to take a break because I have thoughts, but I want that to stay exactly as it is. So I'll take a break and then I'll give, give you my thoughts because okay. I, uh, I think that the night will that be about. That was wonderfully uh, stated. Yeah. And actually, after, after listening to that, I, I, I totally agree with him that, that he mm -hmm. made the right choice. Yeah. You know, we, yes. Yes, we are all flawed. Who are these perfect people that society are looking for? This guy that started this whole thing, like... It's like he's saying he was just immature trying to get a laugh. Yeah, like, we've and, all been there. Yeah, and you, you grow, you understand that was wrong, you don't do it again. Again, this guy, Benjamin Lee, like, uh... Are you that perfect individual? Yeah. That ten years ago never said anything offensive? Ten years ago! It's just so stupid. But then, to make matters worse, Ellen gets a ton of shit, like I was mm -hmm. reading, just simply for having him on and saying that she doesn't think he's homophobic, yeah. that she vouches for him, that she called the Academy and said that she thinks that he should host yeah. and all of this. And so, um, this guy says, Unfortunately, Mrs. Ellen, this is not your fight. The harm is, the harm is done, and this man hasn't learned. Why are you saying that he hasn't learned? That's what I wonder. I follow him. The harm him. is done. I saw his comedy specials. I follow him on Instagram, all that stuff. Why are you saying that he hasn't changed? He's nothing. Also, like she's that. a gay woman. What do you mean it's not her fight? Who's hosted the Oscars. Yeah, I, f I find <laughs> it to very much be her. Her, her opinion matters. She's very, well. if she's not qualified to speak on it, then who is? Right. You? <laughs> Sorry, Ellen. This isn't your fight. Okay. Um, it really is absurd. She goes, he goes, the harm is done. It's like, well, he did not kill anybody. He's worried about his pockets, not the community he has harmed. Listen to you. Wait, he declined the job. If he's worried about his pockets. These people are not progress. They are the opposite. I hate it. Anyway, that's <laughs> that. Uh, speaking of Ellen, Ellen's kind of on fire lately. Um, Sandra, you know Sandra Bullock? I call her Sandra Bollocks. Oh. Where's my uh, rim shot? Got him. Let's ever... see what do we got for you. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Sandra Bollocks, anyone? Yeah. Um, so... Um, Sandra Bollocks developed a facial treatment. Did we talk about this? She didn't develop it. Yeah, it's hers. Hers <laughs> and this other actress, what? Kate Wait, Beckinsale. I thought she was just getting the treatment. No, no, no. It's her. It's, she's in, she's invested in this. <laughs> what? Are you sure? Yeah. I hadn't heard that angle of it. I thought San she just partook in it. Oh, uh, Sandra Bullock and Kate Beckinsale swear by it. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Swear by it. Yeah, I think they're yeah. just advocates. I, yeah. I don't think... God, can you imagine <laughs> going on? Well, I was thinking, who would go on record and talk about this? <laughs> Even if you did like it. So there's a $650... It's called Penis Facial. Now, the facial penis facials that I know of are very different than um, than the ones that she describes, in fact. Um, 
penis. Also good for your skin, though. <laughs> That's true. I hear that. Uh, I hear that as well. But uh, so, like, what they do is, and this is so strange, you guys, and I apologize. They tr- well, here I have a picture. Let me show you. It's liquefied. They take baby foreskin. Korean baby foreskin. And specifically Korean baby foreskin. Now, (laughs) apparently the Koreans have got some extra spicy uh, foreskin. Um, Here is the procedure. And they literally make baby foreskin deposits deep within your facial tissue. And they call it, if to make matters worse, the penis facial. (laughs) We should say it's cloned baby foreskin. It's Could not they at least actually the raw stuff cut fresh from the vine? Well, the, originally it was Dan. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it it that started somewhere. It. The chain started <laughs> somewhere, right? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, thank you. Don't take this from me, Dan. Yeah, um, it's it's good to say that it's cloned. Well, couldn't they call it like the stem cell treatment or something? Why the penis facial? Are you fucking mental? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously? Oh, whose penis? A baby's. Korean baby. Why is it funnier that it's Korean baby? I, I don't well, they're, they're the ones that say. Well, anyway, Sandra Bollocks comes on Ellen, and Ellen kind of well, she this she way. uh she handles it very well. She kind of lampoons it, which I'm happy to see. Way in which um, one forces uh, through microneedling. Um, it's like a little roller with these, some of you, I, mean, I think many of you know it, and it pushes through the skin and ruptures the collagen and then boosts it. You look like a burn victim for a day, but then it's, it, but then it pushes the What serum. are you pushing into the skin, Sarah? Sarah. Sandra? Sarah? Sandra. <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> what are you pushing into the skin? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person. Um, uh, is this the, uh, is this the uh, Hollywood elite satanic cult we've been hearing about <laughs> from a uh, young person? <laughs> Holy God, it's like she got caught red-handed. <laughs> Extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. It's not really funny. I find it deeply disturbing. <laughs> I find it funny. Can it be it's both? both. It's Ellen's delivery both. is amazing. Yeah. Too. Well, yeah, and so I really have to tip the beanie <laughs> yeah. to Ellen for this one. Actually, you know what? I've been. I gotta say. I, no, okay. Oh. Who comes? Um. I I gotta say. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. I li- I think I like Ellen. She has her moments. I don't like her dancing. Remember that time she shamed the fan for stealing a merch yeah, hat? Yeah, I'm saying, but she, like many people's, has her good and bad moments. Yeah, yeah. But I think on the whole, she's been doing some good stuff lately. You know, she put her neck out there for she's Kev. a good role today. <laughs> and she's calling out these penis facials where she sees them. What's up with this? Think, I, I don't like her think, now. I, Next month, who knows? And it's not like I'm lying there with little pieces all over my face. It's like, it's... Who thinks of collecting it and, just, and yeah, having it for, we'll do something with this and someday. And why didn't we come up with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, so we call it, I, well, I call it the penis facial. And I think, I think when you see how good it is to your face, you too will run to your local facialist and say, Put give some, me the penis. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry that you guys had to see EP for a minute. Um, 
Yeah. This I find that all very strange. We should both get it. Ooh. Her H3 face looks kind of freakish. Sandra Bollocks. How old is she? Let's see. Let's make a distinction. Is it working for her or not? Sandra Bollocks. That's her name, by the way, from now on. You think she looks freakish? I think she looks good. Well, let's see how old is she. She is, uh, wow, she's 90. (laughs) (laughs) She looks really good. Holy shit. shit. She's 54. See, she looks great for 54. All right. Absolutely. I mean, she's got a nose job that I don't like. I don't like plastic surgery. It's very apparent. Looks like she's had a lot of work done. For, uh, probably, yeah. It's Hollywood. It's your money maker. And for my, and I bet you she makes an awful pot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but after she gives it to you, she'll let you give her a penis facial. So it's all. I got a penis facial for you right here, baby girl. You don't got to spend six hundred and fifty dollars. Well, there's a lot more to go to, but we've already been going nice and juicy and long. We've had a great yeah. episode. We covered oh, a lot of topics. I'll save these for the next time. We've got a lot of other topics I want to talk about here. But um, if you want for your birthday, we could both go get a penis facial. I d- um, oh yeah, Dan, good call. Okay, Ela, sure, let's do that. <laughs> but we do, we can do that at home. <laughs> both of us. <laughs> yeah, I'll come on my own face. <laughs> um, oh, well, there was one thing I wanted to talk about before we left. Was we had one fan submission that I wanted to bring up. Vape Nation and Extreme Place. It almost rhymes. Vape Nation Extreme Places. Um, oh, that should be a thing. Yeah, we need like a... We need some kind of slick little animation. <laughs> hey, Ethan and Neela, I've been following you guys for many years and I've always thought of myself as one of your biggest fans. I know that's a bold statement to make, so let me rephrase that. I'm your biggest fan in the world, and I mean <laughs> that in a literal sense. At an altitude of 19,341 feet, I'm probably the highest um, NV, I think he means VN, Vape Nation representer in the world. Podcast number 99 and 100 kept me company while climbing the last eight-hour-long stage in the top of Kilimanjaro, Africa's highest mountain. (laughs) All in all, I just want to say thank you for the amazing... uh, Work and congratulations on the start of season two. This comes from... uh, Mitchie. So Mitchie hereby claims himself to be the biggest <laughs> H3 fan at the summit of Kilimanjaro. That's good. Technically the highest H3 <laughs> fan. Highest H3 fan. <laughs> Which a lot of our fans would probably contend that they are the highest, but... At 19,341 feet. Look at that That's shit. crazy to awesome. think that he was listening to the podcast while climbing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> So I guess what I want to say in honor of him is that if you have other vape nations in extreme locations, I would love to see it. That's really cool. So send your submissions and anything else, uh, all other submissions, to podcast at h3h3productions.com. So shout out to this this, uh, Papa Blesser out there. And we should say, within reason, don't hurt yourself, please. (laughs) Of course, please. I mean, God, thank you, Dan. Uh, If... If it looks da- dangerous, yeah. I may not. Uh, it won't even show I it. I won't show it. Yeah, we're here for the goofs. Yeah. Um, right now the cringe god is doing something dangerous. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, cringe god. It's not happening. Well, that's about wraps it up. I hope you guys had a beautiful week. I hope you have a terrific weekend. 
Um, this is the new time I, that we're thinking about doing. The mu- uh, the timing is great. 11 a.m. You know, around, it just consumes our whole day when we do it. And, but beyond that, I dip around that time and I get so tired. I just want to take a nap at 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. which is when we usually start. So I like this, you know, I like that. I like that. I really like that. I really like that. I like that. So, um, with all that being said, I hope that my opinions were, well, I know my opinions were correct, as they always are. This is the correct opinion zone, and I hope that if you disagree, you can go educate yourself and figure out, rewatch this, listen closer (laughs) this time, Um, and you'll find that my opinions are and will always be correct. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Have a terrific weekend. We love you. We appreciate you. And remember to throw out your Gillette. <laughs> uh, remember to throw your Gillette razors in your toilet. And don't feed a fed horse, you know. And don't feed a fed horse. Whatever. Or, yeah. Don't don't do two birds with a scone. Don't. Yeah, you. feed two birds with with one scone. I hope you have a real productive weekend and feed two birds with one scone, <laughs> everyone. All right. Well, I'm gonna go give myself a penis facial now. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. Uh, I hope you all the very okay. best and. Uh, also hoping this podcast doesn't get de- doesn't get age restricted for simply mentioning <laughs> this PETA commercial where dudes have giant cucumbers <laughs> for penises. Um, that about wraps her up, eh? How about Thanks next week? For watching. What is next week, Dan? Chris D'Elia is coming oh, back. Oh, great. Ooh. Welcome back, Chris D'Elia, next uh, Friday. Um, very much looking forward to that. Super funny, talented comedian. Always have a great time with him. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. So do not miss it for the world. We'll see you then, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, (laughs) Ta-ta.